Okay, we can try and interpret all the options, volatility, and the details of the short term. Or maybe we could just sit back and count on companies to keep buying up their shares. Worked for a long time before COVID. Let's dive into the data with Ben Silverman, Director of Research at Verity Data. Ben, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Oliver. Okay, so are these companies that we relied on for so long to keep their stocks afloat, do they still have the cash to do it? You know, they do. I mean, cash balances have uh, still been building through the first half of the year into uh, the third quarter. Uh, companies have a you know ton of cash to deploy. They did so uh, during the first half of the year at a near record pace. So companies like Apple, the big tech names, are they the ones carrying the torch here still? Well, it's interesting. If we look at like macro data and we say in the second quarter, there's $270 billion in buybacks, that's great. What we're actually more concerned with is how many companies are buying back stock. Because when we dribble down into the Russell 2000, you know, there's a lot of companies buying back stock. So we had over 1,300 companies buy back stock in the second quarter. That was close to the um, record high, which was Q1 of 2020, so the, you know, the pandemic quarter. So uh, some of the cash values, you know, come down on a, on a macro basis, but that's not a concern. We, we're looking at breadth. We're looking at how many companies are looking to buy backs as a way to deploy capital. So the big companies, have gotten a little bit more mixed. Generally, Apple still is the rock, but a company like Meta, as they're trying to kind of carve a new path out here, maybe finds a little different use for the money, buybacks slow a bit. Do you think it works to kind of, uh, as investors, look to see who is spending their money in this way as a tool to gauge uh, who's the most stable? Uh, uh, because stock like Meta's getting killed. Uh, so if we were to look at their buyback program over the last year and go, all right, something's up here. It would have worked. Yeah, I mean, so this is what we tell our clients, you know, they're institutional investors, and we tell them to focus on the execution. There's a lot of noise around when a company uh, adopts a buyback plan. Don't worry about that. Focus on the execution. And, and, you know, there's definitely, you know, a disparity in, you know, companies being opportunistic versus companies not being wise. Meta right now, is sort of the poster child for an unwise execution of buybacks, which they did in the second half of last year, extremely aggressively at twice, what is now twice the stock's price. But, you know, if we look at Alphabet, Alphabet ramped up their buybacks in the second quarter of this year, so the stock fell. It was a very smart move. They, they buy back a lot of stock generally, but what they did was they, they this was 15% uh, more dollars than they normally, you know, would put into it. So there's a big difference in strategy and what that speaks to is how smart management is. Okay, so I like that um, a real talk here on uh, Facebook meta and the way they've been spending their money. Uh, is there a stickiness to the level of buybacks that are happening right now or should we expect volatility uh, depending on what the economy does in the market overall? Is there any correlation between the level of buybacks and the market's direction? I guess from the data you gave us so far, it looks like no, it looks like buybacks are independent of general market direction. So what I like about here compared to other uh, periods, I've been doing this for about 18, 19 years, is during the Great Recession, companies reined in buybacks dramatically. Made sense, they're looking to conserve cash, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, they did the same thing in the right after uh, the pandemic first hit, so Q2 2020. You saw a lot of companies suspend their buybacks. 
ultimately that turns out to be a bad move because that's when they're missing the opportunity to buy back the stock at a really good price. What we've seen this year instead, because we have different uh, macro conditions that are driving down stock prices, is companies are, you know, managers are showing a lot more faith in the long term. They're not looking at the inflationary environment as some type of black swan event or something that is going to take years and years to manage through. They're really looking at you know, this, you know, these stock prices in some ways, you know, is an opportunity to repatriate shares for shareholders at a lower price. Mm. So, you know, again, it's there, you know, when we're trying to look for a corollary, it's, you know, we looked, we've done this, you know, we've looked at our, our numbers, we've looked at the data and it's like, there is none because right now <laughs> the you know companies are, you know, they're bifurcated into opportunistic and sort of not willing to buy back you know, but there's a lot. Again, 1,300 U.S. companies bought back shares. You know, in Q2, we think that's going to continue, and we think also the uh, <clears throat> buyback um, excise tax, which is one percent, uh, which is going to hit uh, after um, January 1st of next year, could uh, buoy some buyback volume in the second half as companies just try to get it get in some more buybacks before that tax hits. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. So uh, maybe an incentive for them to act now before it changes. I love the context. love the historical perspective, too, on how unique this moment has been. Thanks a lot for the uh, rundown here of the numbers. Thank you. Absolutely. Ben Silverman, Director of Research at Verity Data. Definitely want to keep in touch and follow along with the research.